Hey beautiful, it's Lisa and this is Beauty Beyond the Trail, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. Each week I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair, and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Happy Friday, beautiful. It is Flash Friday where I jump in and give you a quick tactical tip that you can work on for the weekend to kind of give you a quick win. I want to set you up for success when you're journeying through betrayal. It's the little things that mean so much when we've been wounded so greatly. So beautiful today, I really want to talk about how we need to start trusting ourselves again. And there are signs that we have that can show us whether or not we really trust ourselves. You know, the truth is this, when we've been betrayed by our husband, we have, you know, been wounded in the greatest way. We have a tendency to step back and go, why did I not see this coming? How could I have been so stupid? I mean, were there signs that I missed? And yes, it stands to reason that we don't trust them. Of course not. But also, there's an underlying subconscious mistrust when it comes to ourselves because we're now doubting, right? So how do we know if we are lacking trust when it comes to ourselves? I want to kind of help you with that today. You know, self-trust is often overlooked. It's an overlooked aspect, and it's the cornerstone of having a good relationship with yourself. Yes, beautiful, you need to have a good relationship with yourself. You know, the Bible tells us that we are to love ourselves. God created us beautifully and fearfully and wonderfully made, and when he created the woman, he said, it is very good, (laughs) Genesis. So, He looks at us as his beautiful daughters and says, you know, you are good. This is very good. And he doesn't want us to not have a good relationship with ourselves. So it doesn't mean that we're always going to have all the answers or know exactly what we're doing all the time. That's not what I'm talking about here. But it does mean that you know that you can take care of your own needs and your own safety. It means that you can validate your own experiences. It means that you feel like you can make the right decisions for yourself. When we've been rocked by betrayal, all those come into question. So how do we know if we are lacking trust in ourselves? Well, here are a couple of ways. Do you compare yourself to others often and try to follow their lead? 
Are you looking, especially at other women right now and saying, oh my gosh, if I could just dress like her, or if I looked like her, or if I lost this weight, or if I gained this much weight, or had my hair this different color, all the above, right? If you're comparing yourself to others, you're probably lacking trust in yourself. Here's another. You struggle to make decisions on your own. This is a huge one. And I did, I struggled with this one. When, you know, when I found out about my husband's betrayal, I struggled to make a decision. I kind of shut down on everything. I didn't want to make a decision because I was fearful that I would make the wrong one because I had been so sideswiped by the betrayal that I thought, you know, I can't even see the signs. How can I make the right decision for myself? Um, So I started relying heavily on the guidance of others. Now, there's a difference in wise counsel and relying on others to make decisions for you with everything. It's kind of like when you get to the point where you're having to call people up and go, you know, I'm, I'm going to the grocery store and I don't know what mayonnaise to buy. Now, I know that might sound far-fetched, but beautiful, I've talked to a woman who got to the point to where she didn't, she couldn't even decide for herself what mayonnaise she should buy anymore because she was at such a bad state of trusting any decision that she could make because the betrayal and the trauma was so great within her. Here's another one. You question your interpretation of the events. Now you've had you've allowed his gaslighting so much so to where now you question did i did i figure that out right did it really happen that way or did i just dream it maybe i was wrong about this deep down inside you know the truth you know the facts but now you're questioning if you really interpret the events correctly because you're unsure within yourself anymore. So this shows you that you're lacking the trust that you should have in yourself because you can't even determine whether or not your interpretation is correct. Or are you finding it difficult to speak up for yourself? You're not even speaking up for yourself anymore. It's kind of like you're allowing people to run all over you. Or here's another one. You find it hard to try new things. You're actually fearful about trying new things. You want to isolate at home and stay at home because you're afraid that if you go and and try out a new idea, it might be detrimental to you. Or here's the last one I want to share with you. You're unsure whether you're doing the best thing for yourself. You want to make a decision. You want to move forward in a decision, but you're afraid to because you're afraid that the decision will be detrimental to yourself. Why are you feeling this way? Well, because trust has been broken, because you've been betrayed, because you've been traumatized, and you're worried that any kind of decision that you make is going to also be detrimental to your health, just like the betrayal was, so you shut down. So how can you rebuild trust in yourself? I'm going to give you some tactical things. Of course, that's what Fridays are all about. And I want you to start practicing these this weekend. Here's the first one. 
Remember that it's absolutely okay to be different and to be yourself. Beautiful, you are who you are. God created you to be you. Be real and be you. I had a mentor tell me that, and it was one of the best advice that I had ever received. Lisa, be real and be you. Well, beautiful, I'm telling you the same thing. Be real and be you. You are who God created you to be. And you are exactly the woman he wants you to be. Now, can we become better? Yes, God always wants us to be better. But I'm saying it's okay to be who you are. So step up to the plate and just be yourself. The next one, start with small decisions that you can be confident in. If that means that you have a decision to make it work, make the decision, stick to it, and work through it. Because this is going to help you to build your confidence and to rebuild your trust in yourself. Let's say that this weekend, you need to make a decision about maybe going on a coffee date with some girlfriends or going out to dinner with someone, right? Make the decision and stick to it. Small steps are going to lead you to great accomplishments. But unless you take that first step, you're going to stay frozen exactly where you are. So make the decision, make the small little decisions, and then act upon it so you can rebuild your confidence and start to rebuild that trust in yourself. Here's another one. Write out a self-appreciation list. Yes, I want you to do this. Take out your pen and paper (laughs) and then write down your good qualities. Now, I know that when we've been betrayed, we are so traumatized that it's hard sometimes to see the good in anything. It can be very difficult to write down anything good about ourselves because we automatically gravitate to the negative side. We always look at the, you know, what what if I would have done this or what if I could have done this better or, you know, maybe if I was a little skinnier or a little had a little more curves to me or my hair was longer or shorter, whatever. We have a tendency to gravitate there when we've been traumatized, but I want you to take a new approach to that. I want you to transform by renewing your mind. And part of that is to develop a new neuropathway in the brain. So when you feel that negative response creeping in, let's counteract it with a positive one. If you're sitting there going, well, if I just was a little thinner, Well, you know what? You can counteract that and go, you know what? I'm curvy and God made me that way and I can be just as sassy as I can be. Just step it up, okay? Just write something you appreciate about yourself. Do you have a great personality? Do you have a sense of humor? Um, Do you love your curly hair or your long straight hair? Do you love your blue eyes? Do people compliment you on your hazel eyes? The things you appreciate about yourself, maybe you have great patience, maybe you um, are always positive and upbeat, whatever it is, write out a list of appreciation of yourself and then read it out loud. And then over the next couple of days throughout the weekend, read it out loud a number of times during the day. All right, here's another one. Respect your own opinion as much as you would respect someone else's. Beautiful, you're entitled to your opinion. 
And you can voice that and respect your own opinion. If someone gives you their opinion and you say, I respect that, then the opinion you feel inside, respect that for yourself. And here's the last one I want to give you. Keep one promise to yourself this weekend. One promise. Now, that can mean that you say, I promise to take a walk this weekend. Keep that promise to yourself. Maybe it's that you'll spend 30 minutes reading or journaling. Maybe it's that you are going to call that friend, that safe friend, and you are going to keep that coffee date. But I want you to think, just take a few moments to think, what is one thing that you can promise yourself and then keep it this weekend? Why do I say to do that? Because beautiful, you're keeping your word. And by keeping your word to yourself, you're rebuilding your trust in yourself. These are some small tactical things that you can implement this weekend to help rebuild your own self-trust after you've been traumatized by betrayal. Beautiful. Put them into play. I can guarantee you that these are going to help you rebuild that self-confidence, rebuild that self-trust. And this is crucial when it comes to your healing journey from betrayal trauma. Be blessed. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond Betrayal Podcast, and I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful. Beautiful.